0: Welcome to the Sales Not Selling Podcast, where veteran sales professional Stacy Garrett will cover topics that will help you be more successful at sales without selling. Without selling. Learn tips and tricks for success, as well as ways to be your best authentic self. Hello, and thank you for joining me on my podcast, Sales Not Selling. My name is Stacy Garrett. I've been in sales for over 20 years and the entire time I've been selling promotional products. Some people call it swag, others call them giveaways, but whatever you choose to call it, I basically put logos on products that clients use to promote their brand or messaging to both their employees and their clients. It's a pretty competitive industry, but I've been able to stay in the top ranks across the country, even while staying my authentic self in sales. In today's podcast, I'm going to talk about your role as a sales professional and when you consider things to be maybe outside your scope of work. I saw a sales professional post something on LinkedIn the other day that said something along the lines of, it was funny that people think a sales job is an eight to five position. I thought it was interesting. So I continued reading and he talked about how you have to work when your clients need you to work. I really agree with that because I'm willing to do just about anything for my clients when they need it. But I also think it's important to set boundaries so it doesn't consume you because really, most sales professionals' jobs could be never done. You know, if you're always trying to grow, I mean, you could be doing more and more and more of what you're already doing to try and grow your business. So there are boundaries that need to be set, but I agree, when your clients need you, Um, you should do everything you can to try and help them, even if it's not eight to five. For me, when it comes to something my client needs, there's pretty much nothing I won't do. For example, the other day, my client ordered their items later than they had planned. So items for a kit were going to arrive at noon on a Friday, and they needed to be kitted and delivered to an event by 5 p.m. that same day. Normally, we would hire a courier service to deliver them, but with the timing so tight, I was just not comfortable with that. So as soon as the items were done being kitted, I took them in my car and I delivered them to the event. I even helped unload them onto a second floor room for distribution. Is that really my job? Well, I actually say yes, because I'll do what's needed to make sure my clients' projects happen without a hitch anytime I can. I mean, I can't do it all, but I know when it needs to be done and I'm the best option, I'll do it. And there's pretty much nothing that I won't at least try to do and help. Okay, so that might sound extreme, right? It might to some of you, but let me give you a contrast I recently experienced to help you see why I have this attitude. I have a sales rep for a very large company that every one of you would recognize, but I don't want to throw them under the bus, so I'm going to leave it at that. A shipment for the kidding project I just described had the wrong address label put on it at the factory, so it shipped to a totally different customer of theirs. We found that out, and so we reached out to our sales rep and asked for help. He emailed me back and said he can't help because that's really the job of the customer service rep, and we'd have to wait until they got back to us. And he went on to point out that he can help with anything before an order is placed, but someone else would have to help us with issues after the order was placed. I was flabbergasted, seriously flabbergasted. So I proceeded to email his boss as well as the assistant to the CEO of this large company. And I asked him if they could help me. Of course, they figured out a solution and reprinted the items to get to me in time, which I am so grateful for. I did hear from his boss that next time I'm welcome to email him and he'll gladly help me. I told her thanks and then forwarded the email where he said it wasn't his job. And I said, I don't want to get him in trouble, but I wanted her to know that I didn't just immediately reach to the top. I tried to get my rep to help. And that was his response. Do you think this interaction damaged our relationship? (laughs) Absolutely. It's one thing to say that he isn't as tied to things once the order is placed or, you know, he doesn't have access to the back end and shipping information, um, but that he would do everything he can to fix it because just like his boss was able to, I'm sure he could have done a better job at it than me. He has more information than I do. I really believe that even if something is not normally part of your job, if you care about the relationship and the project, you'll try to figure out a way to help. It may be by making some calls or trying to figure out another solution, but I personally don't think it's ever to say, hmm, sorry, that's not my job. My team is amazing at this, really. We are small, but oh so mighty. One of my newest team members, Sydney, is so awesome at helping find solutions to things. A client might ask an accounting question. Well, accounting isn't her job or expertise. But instead of saying that, she says she'll find out and then she works with accounting to get the answer for the client as easily as possible for the client. I just love that because in the end, we want it to be easy as possible to work with us. No matter what our role is. Have you had experiences where you had a salesperson that made you feel like once the sale was done and you signed on the dotted line, they no longer care about what happened? I am glad it doesn't happen a lot, but certainly it happens. To be honest, I get so many <laughs> topics for this podcast from actually purchasing my things myself and from having people try to sell to me. I think about how some people can be in sales for so long and see that what they're doing is just not effective. What I do know is that I don't want to be that person. So there are great reminders on how I can be better at being my client's partner and help them feel like I care about the entire project, not just getting them to commit to something. What do you think? Did you enjoy this episode of sales not selling? Do you have some ways that you're thinking about being more of a solutions provider for your clients and not using the excuse that it's not your job? I hope you do. I do appreciate you joining me. Feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn at StaceyGarrett29, that's S-T-A-C-Y-G-A-R-R-E-T-T, the number 29, or on my podcast page on LinkedIn or Facebook by looking up sales, not selling. Hey, don't forget to subscribe so you get this episodes weekly when I put them up. Um, I'd also love a review. If you want to help a new podcaster out, go ahead and give me a review. Also, let me know if there's a topic you want to talk about or you want feedback on. I'd love to hear from you. Have a wonderful day and spread a little joy.